Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, Real Talk 93.3 FM. And we podcast out to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And my partner, Scott, Scott Cowart, is here. How Cowart? How Cowart? That was a lot of words in the beginning. That's the truth. I'm not used to it. Let it flow. (laughs) This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. We talk real estate in Tallahassee. Real estate in general. So if you have any questions, you can always contact us at our Facebook page, Patty's Playhouse, or you can call me at 850-656-0009. And just not now because it's on Do Not Disturb because I've had calls and I can't answer them while we're on. We don't take calls yet. I'd like to. Eventually. I'd like to do a live show. Hmm. Like on a Saturday when we're really not showing when, when we're really live. Yeah, wouldn't it be fun? I think it would be fun. I mean, it feels live now. It does, since we are live. We are live. <laughs> so what you do this week, Scott? Goodness. Uh, pretty much just got ready for the week. We've had a busy week. We've had a busy Crazy week. We have a busy. lot of closings this week. A lot week. of going on. A lot. Right? Closing is the summation of the transaction when the, the house changes the names and we get paid. Yes. We've had a lot. It's been a, a good, been a good spring. That that paperwork does not do itself. No, 
No, we are uh, paper pushers if there ever was one. We have a lot of paper Amen. for our paperless office. Right? We do. We That's... try to run paperless, but you still got to scan and shred and scan and shred. Yeah, so. and, and yet we still buy shred. <laughs> we do. We buy pretty <laughs> Maybe shred we start for our using gift boxes. Be a lot of it. No. Then they have little words on them. It's not as pretty. It's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> that says <laughs> deed or right. something. Per. Anyway, congratulations, Scott. Scott's had a great month. Great month. So yeah. I wanted to congratulate you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been a good time working with you in our new office. We're at 1030 East Lafayette, and we're we're just settling in early, it feels like. Putting new beer in the refrigerator and changing out the wine stocking up. Stocking up. So we've had a good week. I had a good week. It's rained, which everyone knows. It's rained throughout Florida and up the East Coast. So my poor friends in Maryland, they've really suffered with flooding. We've been very lucky we have sandy soil because it drains. In Maryland, I mean, it was just tragic. And that was a spontaneous flood. No, They had no warning. Where we get some warning here, so that's nice. But we're going to talk flood zone in a in a couple weeks, so we'll talk flooding and just water in your house and how insurance companies don't like to cover it. So you need flood insurance, even if you don't expect what happened in Ellicott City. So today we're going to talk about taxes because I'm irritated by the state of Florida. Do tell. <laughs> I'm a Yankee, and we do our taxes differently. But it's not any less expensive to live here than it is Pennsylvania. And I think people think it's less expensive to live here because we in Pennsylvania, we're a commonwealth, so we have many layers of taxes. The school tax is outside of our property tax. So even tenants get a school tax rather than putting it all on the investor or the homeowner. So the tenant is paying the tax kind of through the rent. Through the rent. But not really. And it's when if we had a school tax, a separate school tax that everyone had to pay, I think it would be a better situation all around for the schools. So other than that, what makes you say that Florida's no less expensive? Just the cost. I mean, I was looking, we, you were showing a home in Benton. You're about to make an offer and the taxes were 6000 or 7000 yeah, for that house. 5500 And how big was the home? 2,600 square feet. That's no different than Pennsylvania. In fact, probably more. Wow. But their taxes are separate. So they have a school tax. They have, the tenant would have a school tax. The homeowner would have a school tax well, rather than South separate. Florida, it would be three times that. Uh, Pennsylvania, where I'm from in Harrisburg, it's pretty equal cost of living. Wow. When I moved here, Florida was cheaper. Now well, when not. you say Florida, you mean? Tallahassee, okay. Leon County, where we're at right now. Because central to South Florida definitely different more, more south florida than anything my, you have more my highways taxes were outrageous you, what were your florida. taxes in your last house in melbourne uh in melbourne not too bad i want to say around seven thousand in south florida i was paying eighteen thousand how big was your house in south florida it was twenty five hundred in melbourne it was roughly five thousand yeah, I talked to a guy this week. He has 3,000 square foot on Centerville Road. He's paying 9,000. Goodness. And he's not in HOA. He's on an acre and a half and he pays 9,000. And he's been there Because I was ranting forever? on my Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so we were going to talk save our home. 
Did you know what Save Our Home was before I started talking to you about it? No. Well, I've heard it, and we've we've spoke about it on the show before, but we didn't speak about it at length. But it was really our conversation with regards to the two homes that I was putting offers in on, to which you brought up the Save Our Homes amendment. It's almost unexplainable. So I'm going to disclaim try my knowledge whiteboard. without a whiteboard, without numbers in front of me, without a county property appraiser here. What happened in 1992, what I was told, and it might be a myth at this point, but when I was in real estate school in 2003, Ed O'Donnell, who was teaching us, said that the Save Our Home it was based out of Flagler County and that people had lived there for a long time and newcomers, the carpetbagger Yankees were coming in and they didn't want... The tax that they didn't want to pay more than the Yankees, something like that. So the people who lived there a long time, they didn't want the resort tax to take effect and the high cost of living of living in like a Flagler or Daytona or Melbourne to take effect on their property because then they wouldn't be able to afford to live there. All well and good. I understand the concept, but the effect of it is really strange because the, the examples I was going to use were Park Charleston which is off of Mikasukie Road, it's which was neighborhood, a, by the way. adorable, which was built by Turner Heritage and Premier. And I picked neighborhoods where I knew that they were very cookie cutter, very similar in, uh, as an appraiser, we talk about quality construction, design and appeal, amenities within. So I picked PUDs, planned unit developments, and I picked Park Charleston, and I picked Walton Corners. And I just ran some numbers off of the Leon County property appraiser site and just see where... If you moved in 2013 and you moved in 2016 and the house had homestead versus the house didn't have homestead and you came from Iowa or you came from another town in Leon, how it affected your taxes and it was astronomical. So the idea of save our home was I've lived here for almost 20 years and I've lived in my home since 2003. A lady next door moves from Iowa, moves next door to me she's not going to have the benefit of having lived here for a very long time. You get a discount and it's called Save Our Home. So there's a 3% cap on the the assessed market value, which is the county, not your purchase price. That is not it. The purchase price and the, and the assessed market value are two entirely separate numbers. Hence our discussion. Hence our discussion. So people come to me and say, well, it's assessed for 240. I'm only going to pay 240. That doesn't matter. If I'm a, a, a free market seller and a free market buyer, it's the, the, the meeting of the minds. It has nothing to do with the county property appraising, bulk appraising, because they're basing it on thousands and thousands of homes. And that's how they're coming. Because you'll see vacant land is always like 15, 25, 50,000. But that doesn't mean that's what it's going to sell for. Correct. Right. So market value, what a, a, a residential property appraiser in the free market is one market value and the ad valorem market value is based only on your taxes. So the Save Our Home allows the, the county, you, they can only go up 3% per year. And the base, so they have a baseline. So I moved from Iowa and I've moved here in 2016. I'm using very specific people example and um, they were customers of mine. So they move here, they live in Walton Corners and now their taxes are going to go up. The person who built the house in 2006 had 10 years of portability and a discount. These people move in in 2016. The next year they move in, they're going to get their taxes jacked up. 
They have the one year of savings using the, the current homestead. And now 2017 is their base. And after 2017, they can only raise it 3% per year. But between 2016, 2017, it's going up to regular market value without the Save Our Homes. So, but if you had the portability with you. You get to bring your long-term as long as you buy within two years. So does that mean it will stay at that rate? Yes. And only increase the 3% from their... So I have customers that are moving up from Castleberry. They live there a long time. They have to buy within a certain period of time to enjoy their Save Our Home. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. We're going to talk more Save Our Home. It's so exciting. Save it. Save it. Taxes. It's a good song. It's a great song. Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and we're talking Save Our Home Amendment, which affects your property taxes. Apparently, your property taxes are a slush fund for Leon County because they want to make children's services, whatever that is, which is a tax, come out of it as well. Schools come out of it. Everything comes out of your property taxes. And with taxes going up, the county will say things like, oh, everyone's doing really well. Your values are going up. But that doesn't mean you have an extra 250 bucks sitting in hanging around in your house every month to put out and give Leon County. Ridiculous. So what is Save Our Homes? Save Our Homes is an amendment that started in 1992 and it's a cap or a, an assessment limitation on the assessed value of their homestead residence. It's only on homestead. Just for Florida. Just for Florida and only on your homestead. Got it. And so you have to declare the homestead with the County. If you don't, you don't get the benefit of the, the limitation. The increase is limited to 3% or a percent change in the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index, whichever is less. The cap goes into effect beginning the year after your exemption is granted. So you have a baseline. So you buy a house in 18, you're now taking advantage. If the homeowner had homestead, you get to take advantage of their homestead until the end of the year. And now the next year, 2019, starts your base. From that base goes up the 3%. Unless you carry yours with you. Unless you carry yours with you. And that's that little gap that my friends from Iowa moving in to Walton Corners can get got it's screwed. They're paying they're paying four three hundred and fifty dollars more a year than the exact home because that person has been there since two thousand six. Both homes were two thousand six, both homes were seventeen hundred square feet. My friends moved in 2016 and they pay $375 more a year for the exact same home, both on a busy street. One is on Williams and one is on WW Kelly. So, but when you come into this situation, for example, mm-hmm. and let's say it, it was a home that was purchased for 300000 mm-hmm. yet the person before spent Two hundred thousand and assessed values, let's say one ninety. Mm-hmm. 
which is easily happening right now. Right. So with all of that said, regardless of the 3% cap, it's going to be based on the, I think it was the property appraiser that once told us their calculation, and I can't recall what that calculation was, but whatever the amount is, it can only increase by that 3%. That 3% per year right. from that point. So what, whatever from, they assess it for the taxability at that point in time for your people from Iowa, which is the will next be, year though. Right. But it's different than whatever it was Correct. for the people who were living there. Right. It jumps up. And then it can only go through. Correct. Okay. But so it's it, after that. It year. jumps up to almost like the investor would pay. Right. 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 Got and it. now, okay. So Mr. Homeowner who's lived in his home since 2006 Versus the guy who buys it in 2016, that's 10 years, that's $3,750 that's not taxed or that's not benefited by with the guy who's moving here in 2016. So that's money. I mean, that's fix this before you start taxing for the children's services fund. But that's the entire state of Florida. So, and they redid the amendment. I don't know. I think the amendment's about to expire, and I've heard some radio. And it's how those amendments are worded. Are, the, like if you call something children and you're voting against the children, no, you're voting against the tax. And although it may be called something else for other states, I imagine that Florida's this way because of the transient nature of people coming no down idea. to Florida. I, I couldn't find I the if original. Has something. Oh, they do. Arizona, which Cali- messed you know, up places California as well. Right. My brother-in-law time. lives in Moore Park, and it, they've lived there for a very long time. But people that come in new get gouged, and wow. the people have been there a very long time. You know, we're only paying like you know very small amount compared to right. So it is very similar, but the effect is the same. It's welcome to Florida, right? But California, I think, has a separate school tax. I think they have separate taxes. I know Pennsylvania does. Like we had a we had a employment tax. We had a um, right to work. Like if I worked in the city limits of Harrisburg versus out outside of the city limits, I had like a twenty five dollar tax. Like you got paid, you pay it once a year. Yeah. So there were different taxes. Is that to keep people working in the area to which they live? It's just the pay for the parking and pay for all that. It's like, but if they call it a tax, they don't call it a fee. Right. So a fee you can't necessarily deduct, where a tax you can't. Hmm. You know, like the fire service fee they slapped on you, right. which even taxes are for structure, infrastructure, schools. That's what taxes are for. Taxes are not for charitable organizations or to compete in the marketplace. They're just not. They're making it that way. Thank you, Leon County and Tallahassee. But that's not what they're for. Oof. Anyway. Save our homes. I sound like other people. I don't want to. <laughs> don't get it really started. upsets me because it's our property. It's property values, and you're and, and I can't if when I sell a home, my everything I want to do is disclose, and the only thing I can say is call the county because I I have no idea. I don't know what your taxes will be next year. You've moved from Connecticut. Now Connecticut, they're going to get an advantage because Connecticut's so expensive. They're not going to care. They're not going to care, even though they should care. They should care, but they're not going because it's so much different. Or Jersey is so much different. Right. Move from Georgia, though. Right. What would it be in Georgia? God. For a $300,000. What are the taxes? I I mean, I don't know exactly, but I'm just using my father's example. So on like $300,000, I think it's two grand a year. Mm -hmm. 
but his home's probably worth three fifty, three seventy five. But they have other taxes. Correct. So they're you, getting their money. It's just you're, different. You're paying employment tax, et cetera, in, in Georgia. So the Save Our Home is, is non-homestead bears the burden of the tax, which everybody probably who's listening already knows that. Moving out of state versus the long-term homesteader. So the long-term homesteader gets the benefit, and now they have the portability. So if I move from Melbourne to Tallahassee, I can bring my discount over, but I can't tell people what that discount is or how that works. It's between the counties. There's some formula, but to me, it made zero sense. It might make sense to you. But if you go to Leon County, actually, I went to Miami's property appraiser site, and that's where I got my information. So is it, was it, better is than it an Leon algorithm County's. or somebody sitting I, back? It, it and, was a, I mean, is it it a was wizard? It was Excel, like, pretty much. To me, that's what it's like. If, if it's not consistent for everyone, I have a problem with it because I'm a libertarian. It should be the same for everybody. And, it, and that market should allow to be the market. But you're, you want to bring movers here, and you're penalizing them for moving here. Well, it doesn't seem hardly fair. No, it doesn't. But it does lock in your taxes, but it does lock in the taxes. Right. So it's a challenge to raise taxes if the city is really doing well and takes care of the crime. Then that's fine. But they're not. So the money that we already have before it goes to the Children's Services Council, we need an audit of where this money is. You can't harden the schools. You can't do anything because of the the multiple layers of whatever. I just can't. So let's talk about additions and remodels. So the if you add the addition to your house, this is what the county says. The value of additions and remodels, et cetera, will be added to the cap value at the current market value and will be under the cap the next year. So I'm Patty Wilson. I'm Patty's Playhouse. And we're talking about Save Our Homes Amendment so I want to build a fourth bedroom because I know a fourth bedroom is going to change the value of my house. And it will, by the way, just in case. And your your cap is going to be, your market value is going to change because now you've filed a permit, right? You've done everything you're supposed to do. And so your market value is going to go up. Your assessed value is going to go up. And now your cap is going to change. Your limitations on the cap is going to change. But it's the next year. So it's not the first year you do it. It's the next year. So if a pool is added, the assessed value will increase by the value of the pool in the first year and will be capped with the rest of the property the following year. So for one year, you're going to get dinged. The initial year. The initial year, you're getting dinged. Mm-hmm. Yep, just the same as my people addition, from Iowa. Go on. Go but ahead. When you say additions and remodels. Right. Wh- wh- Anything what are you, you pull a permit for, dear. Okay. That's... Well, it's the, sure it's we the, you know, I talk about estimates. don't get home. to see the inside of your house, right. but the permit police do get to see the inside of your house. Right. So now you even need, unless you do it yourself, a hot water heater, technically, if you'll hire a plumber, has to have a permit. So even that will change the assessed value of your home. That's why they do it. Hmm. Can I just it's say not because they want great... you to be safer. They don't, they're not trying to make you safe. They're trying to know what the hell's going on in your house so they, they can do it. Because people like up north, New York, where my daughter lives, the houses are run down outside like horrific because they don't have the permit police. Inside are gorgeous because they only tax based on the outside. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you go to these places like with the wine, like it's like the land's worth a fortune, but they're only taxing based on what they save. This is Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk more about Save Our Home and my ranting about... What a great playlist. You're welcome.
the Friday of the year, come and get the award. Here's a hint, it's like a long sharp sword. Flip tails and let me see you shake it up like dice. The way you shake it up is turning mighty men to mice. I really don't care. My favorite version is a girl who sings jazz. Her name's Morgan James. And she's on something, jukebox, something. It's a jazzy YouTube station, and there's tambourine guys behind her dancing. So if you get a chance and you like YouTube, definitely watch Morgan James because the tambourine guy just makes the song like everything. He's just so excited about life. It's great. Makes it's a happy. good song. It's a great song. It's upbeat. It's kind of bubblegummy, but I like it. Because I like the Morgan James version better. It's a cover. Anyway, we were talking about Save Our Homes, and my my face is all red, and my blood pressure is up. And the purpose of doing what we do is not only for my own customers, but I want people to know that if you live in a Piney Sea and you're moving to Benton, make sure you talk to your county, uh, the Leon County property appraiser, and get your portability changed. It doesn't happen. I don't know if it happens automatically, but I do know if you're coming from Melbourne here, they need to know. So you need to talk to them about what the discount, how you're keeping it, how long, I believe it's two years, according to this article, from house to house, from when you buy. And then you don't lose that. If you've lived in home for 30 years and you're buying, you're downsizing, you want that portability to come with you because it's a big discount. That's so the benefit of the, port- call the, the county appraiser? property appraiser. Okay. And when you file, they're supposed to Not be where you some are, sort where of you're going. where you're going. They have to catch that portability and bring it over. And so the that is, but it does lock in your taxes. I mean, you're pretty much safe. And I don't want people to be taxed out of their homes. That was my fear in our customer moving to Benton and knowing the taxes were like 6,700. And she just has a regular job. I mean, what do you do? Like that's going up. If they file this children's services council thing, your taxes are going up. I don't want people to, to the guy who told me in Centerville, the $9,000, he's like, if my house wasn't paid off, I wouldn't be able to afford to live there. They're taxing people out of their homes. So that's my that's my comment stop on it. that. Just well, stop it. People need to just get out of the verbiage of the Children's Services Council and read the article. Read what, what, what they're doing to you and what the effects are. Like save our home sounds all pretty. We're saving your home. But the effect over 36 years is, is or what is it? 1992 to 2018. What is it? 29, 27 years. It's huge. 26 years. It's a huge, it's a huge difference. Pluses and minuses. It's made a difference in people. So you've got to know what your neighbor's houses are being assessed at. Like my next door neighbor, she lives on the lake. I don't live on the lake. And uh, she was, I was being taxed more than hers because my house is cuter. On the outside, hers was a little green. You know what I'm saying? So no, I fixed that. I called the county, that's gave called, them some comps. That's called fix your home. Fix your home. Yeah, I wasn't. No, and they lowered it. So you've got to communicate with the county property appraiser, and we're going to bring them on again. So non-homestead agricultural property and some trusts are not eligible for the cap, but you have to. Some 
trusts aren't eligible for the homestead either. But you have to talk to the county property appraiser. I'm not an attorney, and I'm not a county property appraiser. Nor do you play But I do want to give the information out to people. I think it's important that you know where you live, what happens in your, you know, everyone's just trying to live their life, and they're all worried about what Roseanne did instead of thinking my tax bill's going up to $9,000 next year. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? Right? How's that one? Give to charity. Don't worry about these celebrities and goodness gracious. I can't. I'm gonna, I'm not making sense right now, so it's okay. So I I wanted to go to something I thought was kind of funny. When I posted this on my Facebook page, Michael Rotundo, everybody thought it was fake. He's the guy that lives in his parents' house and they had to evict him. Good grief. And I know it's kind of like old news at this point, but he's still out there going, nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I'm going to go out and eat worms. That's what he's like. Nobody will. Nobody will. He he has to have supervised cares. visitation. Well, the enabling is what I was going to talk about. That's exactly and there's it. landlords that enable. There's parents that enable. So I'm going to talk about the landlord side of it. If you enable, if you don't go out and check those properties, there's a there's a case for not forcing the tenant out because you've permitted it for so long, even if it violates the lease. So if somebody is paying something in perpetuity and there's nothing in writing to stop it <clears throat> then <laughs> then what do you how do you you gotta you gotta put it in writing you gotta fix it you gotta hold people accountable so the parents the mom of michael rotundo went to the judge and said can we give him another week okay that's a problem yeah can we give him another week when, when will they be on dr phil well no he was on alex jones who's uh has a show on this station real talk and Alex Jones gave him $3,000 to help him move out. He's like, I want, I'm going to have to buy moving boxes, and that's going to be a problem. <laughs> that's what he said. I seriously cannot take this guy. And they're just, they're just like, they're just being like this because I lost visitation of my son. Yeah, probably. Because you're a... Uh, because you're a freeloader? Freeloader on society. Go get a job. He said he'd be a CEO of a big company. If he left his house. Okay. <laughs> I just picture him playing Mario Brothers or something all the time. She said, rack. That, it, goodness gracious. I just, I can't take it. So, yeah. A big thing is really uh, easy and yet difficult if you don't have a lot of paperwork. And luckily, the parents kept paperwork of them writing their little notes to him saying, please leave. Please leave. Please leave. So, the documentation is what helped the judge make a decision quickly and easily and that he's 30 some years old why was the mother trying to give him an additional week because it's his mother and not every mom is like me where i was i threw my kid out well the reason why he is the way he is is because <laughs> yeah. of his mother now my son was only like 19 or 20 and it got mouthy and i'm like you're out and then he got his life together i'm just gonna go home and evict people just for the fun of it <laughs> oh. you're out you're out right you have to, but you have to like have some accountability and some rules. But if you don't have the rules, then but it's hard to evict if you don't have everything in writing, and it's hard to evict if you don't go visit the house and check on it. It's hard to evict if you don't tell people. Like I have one. Uh, I got a call from um, the animal services of Wakulla. Uh, said there was a dog. I'm like, well, there wasn't a dog last time I was there, so I'm gonna. I drove right down. It wasn't 15 minutes. I was on the other side of town, made it to Wakala. I went to check. There's a dog in the backyard. Oh, no. Not anymore. There's not a dog in the backyard. And then I saw a bunch of adults coming out of the house. How many adults are living in the house? How many should be living in the house? Only one. How many and came out of the children. house? children. 
plenty. Hmm. So now I just randomly drive by, take pictures. Goodness. And she's like, I know you're doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. Because there should only be so many houses. And I know you have so many adults on the lease. Yeah. She said that was my son's friend or that's whatever. Nobody should be that social. Somebody's watching her and she knows it. Nobody should be that social. (laughs) Should not have that many Well, and then the dogs, you know, the dogs are a liability. And if, uh, that's the other thing. Dogs are a liability. So if you're a homeowner and an investor and a landlord, you need to make sure that's covered on your insurance. And those dogs were not. Patty had to go take care of that. Not leaving the comfort of her truck. <laughs> I was like talking to her from the driveway because I don't carry and I was like not getting shot. So I was very serious. You're she very stern from I was truck. very stern. Yeah, because the guy comes out of the door and he starts like, what are you doing taking pictures? And it wasn't even that nice. It was a lot of cuss words. And I said, I'm the, I am the property manager. And he's like, oh. Sorry, ma'am. What is your name, sir? Yeah, wasn't a good day. Not for him. Mm -mm. Well, or her, because I put her on notice. You have to. And you got to be firm about it. And yes, they have kids. And yes, but they're not my kids. And she should have thought of that before she put a dog at someone else's house. Well, And it was running up on other children. Accountability 101. (laughs) Right. So that's my Michael Rotundo minute. Yeah, stop worrying about what other people are doing and read your Tallahassee reports. I have the May 31st edition, which keeps saying Children's Services Council is a wrap through my head, which is taxes. And they should have hearings because it's a tax. And they should have a vote because it's a tax. And they should put it in plain language because it's a tax. It's all a tax. So on that note, this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850-656-0009. And so we were talking Save Our Homes. Did you have any other questions about that, Scott? They gave like, uh, they said, let's assume a home was purchased for one twenty five. It qualifies for a homestead exemption and the property appraiser valued it at one ten. If the property sales in the neighborhood indicate a 15% per year increase in market value, it's really, it can only go up 3%. I wonder how many people should be getting this portability that actually aren't and don't know. I don't know. Inquiring minds. I don't know. know. I don't know if it's well, automatic because now it's how online. How would you know? You can't. You don't no even way. know. I don't even know what the number calculated. is. So but it's important how do you check it? as a realtor that we teach our customers how to find it and how to ask about it with the county property appraiser where you live. Boom. See your property. LeonPA.org. Give them a call. Patty uh-huh. Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, and the other side of the break, we're going to talk uh, Garnet Gold, right? Is it Garnet Gold already? Garnet? I love it. What you can drink and do. I drink all night. Next day I feel blue. On the table, say it's gonna ease my pain. Yeah, there's a glass on the table, say it's gonna ease my pain. Well, I drink down the bottle, next day I feel the same. Welcome back, it's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. This is our Garnet Gold segment where we talk a little wine, a little beer, bourbon. Get it? Garnet, wine. Gold oh, beer bourbon. Uh, yes. 
Tomorrow's season ticket day. I get to pick my season tickets for football. I'm very excited. 906. I get to pick my season tickets. So that's Garnet Gold, too. I don't understand that. I don't know. It's, I don't know. You get to upgrade if there's seats available ah, for a location. Okay. Depending on your booster level. But you like your location. Oh, I'm getting a better one. Hmm. I gave a little bit of more, so a little bit of more, so I can get a better location, so I can be on the alumni side. But you may not like the people. I, you know what? My last season ticket run, I made some good money off of that because we stayed friends. And I sold, yeah. Hashtag friends. Yeah. Hashtag be nice to people. And it's amazing I, how to come back. I, I see that. Yeah, it's been good. We'll Got make, me through some rough times. You'll make this a uh, you'll make a new set of friends. I will. So it's it's always good. So we're going to talk. I'm going to talk beer today. What are you going to talk, Scott? I'm going to talk Scott wine. Cowart. I'm going to talk wine. Mm. Wine plus bingo equals wino. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and From it is Central Wednesday. E. Wednesday slash Saturday. Our tape. <laughs> so you want me to start it off? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This week's wine. It's from Argentina. Ooh. Anybody guess what kind it was? <laughs> it's a Malbec. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it was. So it's Alamos. Alamos wine. Was it good? It was actually quite good. Did you drink so a lot? Good. Well, I drank all of it and I drank. So I typically can drink roughly a bottle in an evening. I know that sounds bad, but truly I can. But that's How many glasses most, is a bottle? Roughly. Well, it depends on how big your glass is. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> With mine, about four and a half, I'd say. It's like a solo cup. How many solo cup? Three? Mm, it's the same. It's like, even. do I cut my pizza in 12 or do I, I cut it in eight? Honestly, if, if it came down to drinking wine in a solo cup, I would probably not drink it. <laughs> I just, be, just being honest. I couldn't do it. Really? I swear to you. Paper cup, Dixie I, cup. Remember nope, the old Dixie cup? Nope. Church nope. wine? Not, don't, I sound like Grady from San Francisco. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> For those no way. I hope 50. our listeners know Sanford. Sanford Suds would never make it today. Such a great show. All in the family. None of it. Oh, love Can them you all. imagine? They're good. Anyways, back to me and my wine. Yep. So really, really good wine. And it was, um, you know, I say this every time. It feels like there's a lot of blackberry more so than grape in the wines that I like. Stomping the blackberry. Um. This happened to be really good with cheese, and I don't like cheese, so it was a it was a good combo. Ches, <laughs> pass the ches, please. So I'd recommend it. Where'd hopefully, you get it, Bogo? Hopefully, it will go on sale again at Publix <laughs> in the very near future. Did you guys went out though? You went to the Edison. Did you have a we drink? We went to the Edison. I had a drink. It was the smallest pour of wine I have mm. seen in a while. But then. The next one was quite large, so I just think it was a, a bad moment. A bad moment on the bartender. You didn't send it back and say, hey, give me more. No, actually, they. I think they realized it, so they came over and fixed it. So shout oh, out to the that's Edison. that's nice. Yeah, it was, it was good. The wedge salad, everybody should go have one. Really oh, good. I'm very excited. I'm going to go have it. It went well with my wine. So was it crowded with the Edison when you went? It was crowded. I was with good. my my ex-wife, my husband, and my children. It was great. That's a show. The modern family. <laughs> the true That's modern That's a show, family. right? It, it should have been. So my garden gold, I'm going to talk beer because I've been talking bourbon and I just had two bad lucks with the bourbon lately. Ugh. Well, you can't be buying chocolate bourbon. Uh, no. I mean, But on. the idea of it sounded really good to me. 
I don't know why. I don't know. I saw a cigar at the pan. I live over by off of Lavinia and that pan little. I know exactly where that pan okay. is. <laughs> you pass it all the time. Yes. The little gas station. And they had a sign up for honey bourbon cigars. I was like, oh, I don't think so. Really? So, yeah, I don't smoke a cigar, though. I mean, I could, but I just don't. I'm pretty sure they don't have a But I was going to do my own, like, home. Like, to me, this tastes like home is Newcastle. Newcastle beer. Miller's Ale House, which we go there a couple times a week. And uh, it's on tap, which is delicious. I don't like to go out and have beer in a bottle. I can do that at home. So I like the tap version. And what I didn't know is Heineken now owns Newcastle. This may come as a shock to everyone, but I actually do like a Newcastle beer. And I do you remember Mickey's? Do you remember a Mickey's? I think it was more of a lager than Mm-mm, it was. I don't. It was back in college days, but I, I liked that a lot too. I wonder if they make that any longer. It's been so long since I've had a beer. So my dad used to work in the Netherlands. And I, did, I never caught on when he came home and he told me about Newcastle. That it was, you know, because Newcastle, England was made in Heineken and it's actually produced in the Netherlands. It was one of the first bottles to be a clear bottle. Hmm. So, but I loved it. It tastes like home to me. It's just times with my dad. I'm having a flashback Who's still of alive, times with still... my dad. Times with my dad is when we lived in Georgia and Coors could not be delivered to Georgia for some reason. And yet he would come to Florida and get some and bring it over the state line. Shout out to Big Ed. In in Pennsylvania, you still have state stores. So you can't go. You have to go to the state-run liquor store to buy liquor. And you have to go to a beer distributor to buy beer wine. It's changing now. Wegmans changed a lot of that. There's Wegmans nearby. Wegmans. So you they have the wine tap and you can get wine at Wegmans. What about that Billy's beer? Do you recall that? Remember Billy from Billy Carter? Yes. Yep. I, I think I have one one of the cans. What was the weirdest beer you ever had? <laughs> you don't like beer that much. But I, I don't. You've I, had bad beer, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think I've had, like, Milwaukee's best. Oh, see, I like is, Milwaukee's best. Uh, typically, for me, beer is, it just has to be really, really, really cold. If it's not, I I, I would not like it. Fire Betty's has Miller Genuine Draft. I still have not been tabbed. Oh, I have a $10 gift card. I won <laughs> at probably a trivia night. again. Yeah, I could share it with you. But trivia night's fun. So I'm going to bingo tonight. The last time that we... Oh, it was at the wine loft where we won that... We won that package. That, yeah. Yeah, so Newcastle is made by is now made by Heineken, and it is a... What do they call it? A brown ale? I just call it good. I'm not one of those, like, you who knows if it's blackberry or nothing. I just know I like it or I don't like it. Right. And I like it. And I like it with everything. Yingling gives me a headache, so I can't drink that anymore. And I like England, but Newcastle I can have with, I love beer and chocolate, like a bite of chocolate and beer. So that's why I thought the bourbon chocolate would be good, but it really was awful. I like beer and popcorn, not chocolate. I like beer and popcorn. Well, it's something salty, but if you have something sweet with it, try <laughs> like the dark chocolate. You gave me a piece from your, oh, where were you? The Ritz Carlton. You gave me the dark chocolate. And that with that beer was delicious. There's more in the cabinet in the kitchen. It is. Yeah. It's really good with beer. But I'm back on my keto, so I got to be careful. Yeah. So, that. yeah. So, I need you to go with me tomorrow and go shopping for our... It has to be before having my a little root party. canal slash crown. You're having... I thought you were having a Friday. Well, I have to go in tomorrow at 2.30 just to have it checked out. Oh. Are you nervous? Not really. Have you ever had a crown put on before? Like, I have. Like, replaced. Is this going to hurt? I don't think so. See, I just tell them I to pull not. the tooth. I'm not yeah. having that. 
I, yeah, no. I have two missing teeth because I was like, no, it's just my my life expectancy. Like I think of a house, like what's my <laughs> life expectancy? You're amortizing your yeah, crown. Yeah, I'm like an actuary. <laughs> if it's gonna cost me ten grand, and I'm already fifty one now, like what's that per year? And I could go on a cruise or I could get a crown. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go on the cruise, rip it out. It's not the front or anything. So. Yeah, that'd be a problem. <laughs> well, how about these dentists that like? You're going to get your kids braces and they're pulling out five teeth. Like, I thought your your job was to make the teeth fit. It's that. And now the recommendation for a lot of them is jaw surgery. That's the new thing. You know, we've lived a really, really long right? time without all of that right? nonsense. That's because fluoride in your, well, I think fluoride causes a lot of problems, but fluoride in your water prevents decay of your teeth. So they're not making as much money, so they have to figure out how to do it. God bless the dentists. They want to make money. Go to England. So I, now there's some dental work. I worked as a volunteer dental assistant for a Never charity. Never going to happen. I was, oh. I don't want to. Uh, it, was, it was not funny, but hilarious because there was blood everywhere. There was blood everywhere. But I didn't know how to take notation as a nurse. is not the same as a dental tech. And he was like, draw a crown. So I drew a crown. Like I drew like a little princess crown. That's not a crown. There's a whole new. <laughs> it's the whole, whole language at, I didn't know. Dentist these days, they, is it? Yeah, they call out numbers. It's like bingo. They go four, four, three. Yeah, that's because it's the number two, of the tooth. No, it's not. It's, it's not. They're trying to see gum recession. Oh, they're measuring your gums. Right. Well, this has really been an arc of a show, has it not? From I mean, save our homes to, to Michael save Rotundo. Your teeth. <laughs> this has been one. <laughs> this is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thank you for listening. Go Eight have five a new zero. Castle. Six five six triple zero nine. Yep. See you next week. <laughs> Fly me high through.